Hi guys, welcome to the Try New Frequency with Amber podcast. My name is Amber Chanel. We'll be discussing topics and music videos to help others see life in a different way and to provide a map to the right frequency in your life. Now let's begin. Welcome back everyone to Try New Frequency with Amber. I am very excited. I have a good dear friend and colleague of mine in the industry, Maria Garcia here with Healing Inspirations. Welcome, Maria. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so honored to be here today. Yeah, I'm very excited to have you. So first and foremost, I'll let everybody know that we're going to do the interview first, and we'll go into the music video. We're going to have a fun one today with Don't Come Around Here No More by Tom Petty. We'll be going back to February 28th, 1985. So I was one. How old were you then, Maria? <laughs> You're putting me on the spot like that. We don't have to. We don't have to answer. <laughs> I was six hey, years old. Go there then. Perfect. Lucky number six there. First things first, Maria. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your business? Um, I have Healing Inspirations, a healing business. I'm an empath and a psychic, I guess, somewhat. Of- I'm intuitive. Uh, I do some healing, some coaching, uh, a lot of listening. So kind of like counseling without, you know, actually being a counselor, but everything is confidential. Um, I take that oath because um, everybody is going through stuff that's personal. And when you're healing, you're healing personal stuff. Um, So it's definitely confidential. Um, I do some energy work, some crystal work. And angel readings and messages. So I am sometimes able to connect with loved ones that have passed away that might have messages for you and basic, you know, just messages from God and the universe or the creator, whoever you believe in. I like that you say that, Maria, and give multiple different options. So it's not all one. Right. Yep. One thing that was a struggle for me was, you know, growing up Catholic, converting to Christianity and having people frown on what I do as like um, a bad thing or bad magic or of the occult or, you know, witchcraft. And that's not what I do or what I look at it like. I, I look at it like it's a spiritual thing. It's a healing thing. I, st- I still believe in God and the creator and different saints and angels and stuff like that. You know, everyone has their own beliefs and I don't frown on that. I don't like expect people to frown on me either, but you know, people do. And it, it did discourage me for a while, but I'm getting over that. And I'm looking at my ancestors and all the healing and ancient remedies that we've had and shamanism in my lineage, you know, it's in my blood, it's in my roots. So how can I deny that? You know, Deborah and I just talked about that when she was on the podcast last. I asked her about black magic and what her opinion is when people get offended. So I'm glad you brought that up because we talked a lot about we're working with the energy in the light, not dark. It's really people's perception, though. Um, when people stigmatize or ask you about it, I guess, what is the best way for you to explain it not being dark or black magic? Okay. My purpose here is to heal not to hurt. And I feel like when people are doing black magic, they're out for gain and to hurt other people for their own gain. And sometimes some of those people do believe in the darkness and the devil and really dark things and rituals. And 
that's not what I'm about or what my beliefs are centered in or where I get my my inspiration and intuition from. Mine comes straight from the divine. And, you know, I always explain about my beliefs like I just did like, you know, this is what I believe in and this is what I do. And you either agree or disagree. And I'm not going to work with somebody that doesn't agree or is out for something dark or hurtful. Beautifully put. And you mentioned, you know, inspiration. And I do want to know what inspired you, I guess, to venture into this particular career path. I guess ever since I was a kid, I knew that there was something different about me. I could see things and hear things. And as a kid, it's kind of scary. You're like, where is this coming from? Why do I see and hear things? Because some some of it can be scary or you just don't know how to deal with it when you're a kid. As I grew up and realized like there are other people like me and that it's really, truly a gift, I wanted to share it with other people. And even, you know, when I was really involved in the church and praying for people and things like that, I was able to lay hands and pray on people and like, heal them couldn't do the miraculous stuff like oh I'm going to make someone paralyzed walk or anything like that I don't know if I could do that but you know something like oh I have this pain here or this and that is bothering me and you know I would just lay hands and pray and then it would just get lifted and they would feel relieved and feel better and it's funny because like my boys my my sons were able to do the same thing and so I know it's definitely in our blood and I look back on all the stuff like my grandma would do is like ancient remedies for this or that, you know, like home remedies and think back on medicine. It's like, what do we do before doctors and medicines? We use herbs, we use prayer, we use, you know, all types of healing things. So that's why to me, it's natural and not something of the darkness because back then we had to do what we had to do to survive. And there's so many different things that people would do to heal themselves and keep themselves healthy along with like the food that you eat and teas and herbs and stuff that you drink and consume and whatnot. So, and then I ended up meeting some different people in in the same type of healing and spiritual world. And I saw what they were doing and I was like, Hey, I can do so much more and I can help so many people with what I'm gifted with. And you are, and that's the beautiful part about it. So I appreciate you sharing. Now, this is going to be a question I'm intrigued to hear your input on. If you could interview anyone from life, living or dead, but not a celebrity, who would it be and why? Well, the first person that came to mind was my father's father, my grandpa Joe, because I, I wish that while he was alive that I had asked more questions about my family history and things like that. And then the the other one that came to mind was my mother's mother, my grandma, Maria. She passed away before I was even born. So I never got a chance to meet her. So that would be so interesting to be able to talk to her in my life and see, you know, what her life was, what, what advice would she have for me? And I have had other readings where people say that they see her around me as a gardening angel. I just haven't been able to like fully connect with her yet I have a couple times but usually it's been with somebody else and I haven't been able to connect with her alone yet so I'm working on that but yeah I would just really want to know like what her life was like what she would have for advice for me in this life and just get to know her because I've never 
known anything other than like what family members tell me in pictures. That would be so cool. Yeah, we might have to do a mediumship reading sometime too. Yeah, that would be awesome. What advice would you give someone, Maria, pursuing a career path similar to your own? Definitely, I would say that dreams can come true. Don't give up. Invest in yourself. Keep learning and growing and healing yourself. Uh, is that something that we do all throughout this lifetime? Practice your gifts. And most importantly, I would definitely say don't let others discourage you because their beliefs could be different. And if they don't agree, and some of them might not agree with your beliefs, so don't let that discourage you. Don't feel like you're not able to do this type of work, especially if you know that you have gifts. And even if you don't know how to tap into those gifts, there's different ways to learn and grow. And there's nowadays, there's lots of classes and coaches and different things that you can do, a lot of personal development and what's not, whatnot. So definitely keep going, set little goals and big goals and keep going until you achieve your dreams. Those are great words of advice. I did want to ask you, Maria, and I've never had anybody else read for me. I do readings all the time, mm -hmm. but I'm just interested because, you know, you do the cards, as do I at different times. What my Aunt Pam, if she has any words of wisdom for me right now in life, would there be any way to pull a card? Sure. Yeah. Let's do that. That's you said your Aunt Pam? My Aunt Pam, yeah. On my mom's side. It's almost like I can see her. She's got a great energy and soul. She came through in one of my paintings. Did she? Oh, that's so awesome. Well, she's definitely smiling down on you and telling you that she's proud of you. Proud of you for pursuing your spiritual gifts as well. And I'm just shuffling the cards here to see. She's definitely helped out. guide me to this. Yeah, it looks like she's always on your left side. No way that you said that because... When I'm in my bedroom, I have a painting on my left side of my bed. And really? that's a painting that she came through that my mom saw. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah, she's definitely smiling. She's like, she can't stop smiling. Giving everybody a sample of what you do. <laughs> All right. So I got weight of the world boundaries let it go it's not yours to carry and so for me what pops up right away is that when we do healing and when we when we are empaths we do carry other people's stuff sometimes and sometimes it's hard to uh, recognize what's yours and what's not um, so definitely let it go like especially when you're doing a reading or channeling make sure that you let go afterwards and uh don't carry it because those kinds of things can make us sick physically there's times and i've been doing this a lot this week because like my i don't have knee problems at all like, never had problems with my knees and like yesterday my right knee just kept hurting and hurting and hurting and like my leg hurt so bad and i was like what is going on never have knee problems and so i just kind of this meditated for a little bit and then i was like uh, I know this pain isn't mine. Help me release it and um, let me get rid of it. And pretty much after I did that, the, the pain was gone. And then I asked my man, I said, was your knee hurting at work today? 
his right one? He was like, yeah. And I said, yeah, figure that because mine was hurting and I knew it wasn't my pain. <laughs> so I just did a little quick healing on him and made him feel better. And it's just funny how like you carry stuff like that sometimes. And, you know, I could have easily been like, oh, it's my knee. Let me go to the doctor or see what's going on and carry it until I release it. But the main thing is being able to recognize it and releasing it. And then just setting your own boundaries too, you know, you know, let people know your boundaries and rules when you're healing, but not only that, you know, friendships, relationships, colleagues, whatever, let people know your boundaries, set your boundaries, have boundaries. Cause when you don't, then people, you know, run all over you. And so oh, that really resonated. So thank you. Yeah, no problem. And then um, it also says for you to think about what are you carrying that isn't even yours? So, you know, for the people out there, what are you carrying that's not yours? And how can you release that? Whether it could be an emotion, it's not always a physical thing. Yeah, because if not, it, it depletes your energy, physically, spiritually, mentally, especially if, you know, it's somebody that's close to you or somebody that's, that's around you a lot, you can definitely carry on some of their stuff and you just want to let it go. And meditation is a good thing, you know, just, just saying the words out loud, like I release this, I know it's not mine, let it go. People struggle with that more than they think. Yeah, you're welcome. Lastly, before we get started on the music video, is there a quote in particular, Maria, that you live by or that has a lot of meaning to you? Yes, and it's recently popped up a lot this week. Uh, A lot of people just know it as this short phrase, uh, love what you do and do what you love by Ray Bradbury. The whole quote goes on to say, don't listen to anyone who tells you not to do it. You do what you want, what you love. Imagination should be the center of your life. And it's funny because just that first part, love what you do and do what you love. That's, that's my favorite part. And so I always thought it was just that part. So let me look it up and see and make sure because I don't want to be wrong, especially on a podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So before I even looked it up, that's when I was thinking about what advice I would give to someone pursuing a similar career. And I pretty much said what the quote says without meaning to. So that to me is like a a sign that this is, you know, meant to be, and this is the message that I'm meant to put out there for everyone to, you know, kind of think about because we live life working and paying bills and paying insurance and setting up retirement and making sure that our families are taken care of, especially for when we leave this world. And we get so caught up in that, that we forget to do the things that we enjoy. And one thing with, um, you know, creating healing inspirations and working this business for myself and, and to help others is that um, if you don't love what you do, you're not going to be happy. And that drains your energy a lot. It does drain on you physically as well. And I feel like, you know, we only have one life to live. So why not do what you love? Why not do what makes you happy and not care about what other people think or how they feel about how you live your life? It's your life. And they always say, what other people think of you is none of your business. And it's not because once you hear what other people think about you, then you get self-conscious. And then you start doubting yourself. And the main thing that we need to do is love ourselves, believe in ourselves, and do what we're meant to do in this world, aside from the nine to five and providing and whatnot. And as a mom, I'm definitely 
always taking care of somebody else. And it's hard to sometimes put yourself first or make time for yourself. And it's funny because I had just this week, other people tell me that about themselves, like, oh, it's so hard to put myself first and love myself. And I'm so used to taking care of somebody else that I forget about myself. And I'm like, I've had like two people tell me that this week. And finally, um, one of them, she made made a recognition of that and got out of a toxic relationship. And she said, I deserve better. And I'm working on myself and, and um, creating a better life for myself. And I said, oh, way to go on that because we all need to do that. And then sometimes it's hard when you're caught up in the mess. That ego likes to get in the way. Mm-hmm. It can be one of the biggest things for people. I, you know, personally, even when I really honed in on this skill set was what do people think? But you're right. What's it matter what they think as long as I'm fulfilling my purpose and mission on what I'm here for and gives me such pleasure and life synchronicities that I wouldn't exchange that for the world. Are you ready, Maria, to go back to February 28, 1985? We're going to do Don't Come Around Here No More by Tom Petty. This was a very, very good music video. And I say that because Alice in Wonderland has such significance to the movie itself. And watching this music video, all I could say was, wow. What was the initial thing that stood out to you, Maria, with the video? I think the words stood out to me a lot when he was like, don't come around here no more. It's like, basically, you know, if you don't kind of like... if you don't agree with what I'm doing or who I am and how I am, don't come around here no more. And that's been a big lesson this whole week too. It's just so funny, all these synchronicities and how everything is tying into each other. I agree with that. And I could see that being in life because the chessboard's what stood out to me, the black and white, which then led me clearly down the, the rabbit hole, Maria. I go into the yin and the yang and the black and the white and just the duality of white and black, or some would say good or evil, uh, or happiness and sadness. And it really got mm-hmm. me thinking about the yin and the yang, because there was so much black and white in the video. Yeah, definitely. And going this way and that way, and kind of like figuring yourself out, or, you know, Alice kind of figuring out where she's going, what she's doing, you know, going this way and that way. And it, you know, it goes with the black and the white. And just learning, learning the lessons in life. Well, and a lot for me, it stood out that you could be the deer, you could be the lion, that you could be one or the other. But if you, how do I say this? Finding the balance. Yeah, the balance. Yeah. Because otherwise we become prone to like group think manipulation, which then mm-hmm. causes people to mistake mythology as fact and we see that in today's society more than ever yeah I think it's important to find the balance so at the end of the yang you know the black to the white there's that happy medium where they meet and mm-hmm. I, I focus so much on the, the white the light and mm-hmm. Maria the hardest thing for me is accepting that there's going to be darkness and to find that balance because I want to push that away as at all costs that shadow work what's your vibe on that Do you have a healthy balance way that you can balance the two? Definitely. Like, I mean, everyone's going to have problems in life and you're going to go through your trials and tribulations and finding the lessons of those problems or those trials and tribulations 
learning that lesson because that's what we're here for. You know, you're here to learn lessons that maybe you have, it took you a couple lifetimes to learn. And maybe you might not learn it this lifetime. Maybe you're going to come into another lifetime and have to learn it again. And it could be even with the same souls that you've been struggling with in different lifetimes. But finding the balance, like you said, striving for the light, definitely taking care of yourself, meditating, connecting with the light and the higher power creator, and just trying to live positive. And sometimes that's hard because people are always like, oh, think positive, be positive. And it's hard to be positive when you're going through something or you're hurting or things happen one after another, after another, like it just like when it rains, it pours all of a sudden, like this goes wrong and that goes wrong, but just finding the little things to appreciate in life. Like for me, it's, you know, appreciating that I'm alive and, and the sunshine and just seeing the life outside trees and grass growing, birds chirping, you know, those little things like we take for granted, the air that we breathe. And when you have gratitude, especially for the smallest things, it, it just, I don't know, it makes you look at things differently. And then you don't feel so down when something is going wrong. Like, okay, yes, this might have happened, but I'm alive and I'm well, and I have a home and food and clothing and the basic necessities you know what I mean because not not everybody has that I've talked to a couple people that have been going through that I'm like you're manifesting negativity you focus only on the negative and how bad things are and none of the even little small good things you're just going to keep having the same experiences exactly and like words and thoughts have a lot of power if you keep thinking oh my life sucks my life sucks well it's going to suck because that's what you're manifesting you know, if you're saying out loud, like, oh, this is killing me. Well, it's going to literally kill you. You know, just little things like that, that we say that we don't realize that we're saying like one of my pet peeves is, I don't know, maybe I'm old, but you know, the younger crowd, they're like, they think something's funny and they're like, oh, I'm dead. You know, it's so funny. I'm dead. I'm dying. I've laughing. never heard that. <laughs> no. Okay. So yeah, they, and they do that a lot on social media. Oh, I'm dead. And they'll do the laughing emoji with the skull. And I'm like, I never, I never use that phrase. I never say that because that's like manifesting death to yourself. Even though you're saying it in a joking way and uh, to mean something different, you're still saying those words out loud and it's bringing bad to you. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people don't, are not conscious of that. So I, I never say, oh, my back is killing me because <laughs> guess what? It could literally kill you, you know, like you, you want to manifest good things and good thoughts. And even like, if I am feeling down or whatever, sometimes I'll journal and I'll, I'll write down things that I'm grateful for and things that, that I want versus what I don't want. And that goes along too, is like making your dreams come true and pursuing what it is that you love doing what you love. You know, you want to you don't want to just say, I will have this, or I want this. You have to think as, as if you already have it, because before we come into this life, we've already written this life and what we're going to have and not have. And not only that, the creator has the plan of what we are going to have and not have. So you, you bring it to life by already accepting that it is in your life. It is what you have. Absolutely. 
I did want to ask you in the video, I don't know what significance this meant, but did you notice how it was a baby in the stroller pushed up to Alice and then it turned into a pig in the stroller? <laughs> yeah, that was weird. <laughs> That's what I thought. I'm like, what significance is this? <laughs> I don't know if it's symbolizing like things aren't really what they seem all the time. Or it doesn't matter what you see. We're all one. True. And everybody sees things differently. We could look at the same thing and the color green could look totally different to each other. You know, yes. it's funny because I'm in the beauty industry too. And that's one thing we learned like with hair color and they're like, okay, someone's definition of green hair could be different than yours or red tones or whatever. Or you could say she has brown hair, but what, what type of brown is it? You know what I'm saying? Is it light brown, medium brown, ash brown, dark brown? So everyone's perception is different, but it does it doesn't set us apart either. It doesn't mean that you're wrong or and I'm right or I'm right or I'm wrong and you're right. It just means that we look at things differently. Yeah. And it's okay to do that. Then at the end, this was a doozy. At the end, when they're cutting up her body as a piece of cake and eating it around her. <laughs> yeah, that was weird too. And at the very end, I don't know if you recognize this. this. It took me the second time to notice. She's in his mouth at the end and he burps. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. I was like, he burped. <laughs> oh. But what I got out of that was that Petty was giving Alice or whoever they think of Alice as like a warning to stay away from evil people. And my thought was Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. I think that whole thing for me means like, it can mean, a couple, you know, a few different things. So I think like, as they're eating her as cake could be like, she's sharing her gifts with the world. And they're taking in the good. And the burp could symbolize like, you know, in some countries, if you burp, it's a sign of a good meal. You know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it could also mean like if you spread yourself too thin, everyone's going to take a piece of you until you're gone. That is a, so there's a big way, I think, to look at that. Yeah, you're right. By going too many different directions or worrying what everybody else thinks that you're not able to be yourself and it gets taken away. Yeah, you have to be careful who you spend your time with and give your energy to. You know, some people like I don't know if you've ever heard of like energy vampires. Yes. They, they want your energy for their own gain. You know, they, they will suck your energy dry, especially if you are a light worker or a healer, because they see your light is bright and they want that. They want to suck it in and take it for themselves. Whereas like as a light worker, you can share your gift with others by healing them or reading for them or whatever it is that your gift is. You, you got to be careful with that kind of stuff. It happens a lot in relationships too. And it's hard to see when you're on the inside looking out what's really going on until you get to the outside and you look in and you're like, oh, okay, maybe that person isn't so good for me or maybe this friendship isn't a real friendship or, and it happens with family too. I've, oh, that's one of my biggest lessons that I've been learning is family's not what it used to be and 
family will do you wrong sometimes. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I love my family and, you know, my kids and my home, you know, that everyone in my home is my everything, but, you know, extended family has totally done me wrong. And, and you're taught that, you know, you're supposed to love them. And, you know, some people get in the mind frame where like, well, I have to take it or it's acceptable because that's my family member. That's my mom. That's my dad. That's whoever, somebody that I love, but it's really not okay, you know, and you just have to love from a distance and back to taking care of yourself and focusing on yourself, doing what's best for yourself. And that's not selfish. A lot of people think that it's selfish, but it's not. It's, you have to do what's best for you to keep yourself healthy and sane and able to, you know, get through this life the best way possible because it is hard. Can send them all love and light and keep focusing on ourselves. And maybe if something divine timing comes around and it's supposed to turn a leaf, you know, I always say then it'll turn that leaf. But until then, you know, focusing on yourself is probably the most important thing. Did yeah. anything else stand out to you in the video at all? Um, I'm thinking, I, I don't know. I keep thinking about the scene where like they, they're trying to hold her down on the table. Yeah. It's like they're, you know, trying to force her to do what they want her to do or like force her to do something she doesn't want to do. And she's just having to take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of significance there for mm-hmm. sure. That I, I'm intrigued. We'll have it in the show notes for everyone to check out the link. The video is definitely worth watching and would love to hear the comments to see what others think and their take are on the music video itself. Yeah, that would be interesting. I know we connected prior to getting on today and you were going to do a reading for the collective. So I'm going to let you take it over from here um, and put it on the focus area that you'd like. All right. So I just want to pick a card and see what messages come through from the universe and the angels and just see what it is that they want us to know as a group. And I am available to do individual readings if you feel like you need more insight or something that you want to know more about. Um, So you can, Amber will post my information. You can definitely get a hold of me. Absolutely. I'll have everything in the show notes, ways to reach Maria. And you'll definitely enjoy any time you get to spend with her. Oh, you're so sweet. What messages or message? do we have today for everyone listening this is a good one so inner earth you'll survive this new solutions and beginnings and that goes really well with with what I like to do it's like one of the reasons why I decided to do healing is to help other people and help them heal and and through healing others we heal the world and that was a big message that came through to me during COVID it was you know, with so much chaos and the world just turning in so many different ways was that we need to come together and um, heal the earth, heal the world, heal the people. And I'm going to have Amber post what this card looks like. And it's so funny because if you look, I know you guys can't see, but Amber can. That, that's like little houses in the mountain or whatever, but it also that. looks like little angels in a way like they're and that signifies like healing 
going into the people of the world. And so that that's beautiful to me, inner earth. And I like that because that's also referring to your inner earth, you know, what's inside of you. And it says, what can you do to shift your energy or your outlook? So you guys can think about that and comment. Let us know what you think about what you can do to shift your energy or your outlook, along with Amber's card that we pulled earlier about what are you carrying that's not yours? Let us know what you guys think about that. And it's funny because a whole bunch of cards fell out. And um, the next one that <laughs> was behind Inner Earth was Activated Earth. And it says, power places, lay, lay lines, and trust where you're led. So definitely trust where you're being led, you know, in a good way. Trust the light, activated earth. And it, and you can also see, too, like, you can see the darkness on the outside. And then right in the middle is the light. And it's coming down from the sky. There is lights, and it looks like magic in the middle there. Yep. Yep, the little sprinkles of light and magic and love and... Um, activated earth so you know once we get to healing the earth here i mean well we are but we need to do more of it it's going to activate something better something more positive and it says put your hands on your heart and whisper the following i honor and thank the keepers of the earth beneath me known and unknown thank you for your nourishment and tender holding that's beautiful that is beautiful i think those are good words to end on and anybody that wants a reading with maria please feel free to check out her contact information maria we'll have you come on here again in a couple months yeah i'd love to that'd be awesome awesome thanks so much for your time and space today oh anytime amber anytime it was a pleasure for me awesome thanks for having me absolutely anytime and gonna send out to everybody light and love until the next time. Stay well. If you've enjoyed spending time with me today, I'd love it if you'd subscribe to my podcast. You'll find links in the show notes to items discussed during the podcast. Check out the Try New Frequency website for my top daily music video. I love hearing from all of you. Feel free to send me an email to trynewfrequency at gmail.com. I'm sending you all love and light until the next time. 